Good morning. It's 11 minutes before 8 a.m. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Wednesday, July 28, 2021. I'm Peter Apathy with Raven News. Sitka's recent coronavirus surge has kept the community in high alert for several weeks now, with active cases currently hovering in the low 200s. In response, Alaska's top doctor spoke to the Sitka Assembly last night about local and statewide trends, breakthrough cases, and new guidance from the CDC for vaccinated individuals. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. When the state's chief medical officer, Dr. Ann Zink, spoke to the Sitka Assembly, she noted a trend specific to Sitka, and it wasn't extra toughs. It was the timing of the community's recent COVID surge. You can see that Sitka has had a really different trend than the state and the nation uh, overall. You can see that you guys have had a much bigger final surge here, or I hope it's the final surge, (laughs) the most recent surge along this line uh, than the rest of the state or the country saw. So you really had very little cases uh, overall, uh, really for most of the pandemic, and have been experiencing a much higher surge. Over the last two weeks, Sitka's averaging around 20 new COVID cases a day and another half-dozen hospitalizations have been reported in the past few days. Nevertheless, Zink said experiencing a surge at this stage of the pandemic was better than going through one last fall. A more vaccinated population is more protected from the virus, COVID tests are widely available, and the understanding of the virus has improved. We never like to see these surges, but kind of later in the pandemic, we do start to see a better decoupling between hospitalizations and deaths than cases uh, overall than we really saw early on in the pandemic. Zink said early efforts to curb the spread of the virus were far from fruitless. While Alaska has reported over 74,000 cases since the pandemic began, Zink estimated that, to date, at least 1,000 lives had been saved statewide and 12,500 hospitalizations were avoided. So the work that has been done to date has made a huge difference in helping to mitigate this disease and to uh, slow the spread and really appreciate that partnership and looking forward to continued partnership. uh, Because unfortunately, while we may all be done with COVID, it is not done with us. Just hours before Zink spoke to the assembly, the CDC updated its coronavirus mitigation guidelines. In a reversal, the federal agency now recommends vaccinated individuals mask in public or indoor spaces in areas with high COVID rates like Sitka. Zink said that's due in part to the more transmissible Delta variant, which she said is present in Sitka and driving the uptick in cases throughout Alaska. The last wave of cases sequenced statewide, she said 80 percent were the Delta variant. Zink said that while the vaccine is still highly effective against all coronavirus variants, the recommendations have changed because the virus has changed. So again, the vaccine looks to do a great job to prevent severe symptoms, hospitalization and death. But we are seeing some decrease uh, in the protection that we see in its ability to give to other people. Uh, and that's why it's there. We really are a race against time against this Delta variant to get people um, vaccinated as quickly as possible. Zink said Sitka's high rate of breakthrough cases wasn't unusual in a highly vaccinated population. Sitka had been tracking breakthrough cases publicly on its COVID dashboard, but late last week, city staff reported that the state health department had asked them to remove the data, citing concerns. Assemblymember Tor Christensen said they'd faced blowback from the public, who questioned why the data was removed. Zink said she wasn't aware of the decision to remove the data. Um, we didn't know, and I honestly could care less if you guys are got your own data and you're sharing it in any way that you want. 
Um, we started to get questions about the vaccine breakthrough data with Sika, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. They had it on their dashboard, and that was the last we had heard about it. Um, so we will follow up with our team internally. I guess our, our goal is not to remove any data or to take it away, and nor uh, were we saying you can't have uh, any data. Zink reiterated that transparent, timely data was her goal. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. The Sitka Assembly is holding an emergency meeting to discuss the recent COVID surge and consider several possible emergency ordinances this Thursday at 6 p.m. In Sitka and some of southeast Alaska's larger communities, the summer cruise season began last week relatively quietly, and at times it was hard to tell the cruise passengers apart from this year's many independent travelers. But in Huna, cruise ship tourism at the Icy Strait Point destination fuels the local economy. And as Claire Strempel reports, Huna is vaccinated, masked, and ready to make up for a lost season, even as case counts rise dramatically statewide. It's about 5 o'clock, but the sun is still high in the sky when the serenade of the seas glides into port at Icy Strait Point in Huna. Local dancers and singers wait at the top of the dock as the shore crew scurries to secure the 1,000-foot vessel. It's a late start to the season, but one that marks an end to nearly two years of industry standstill for the state. A hiatus that cost an estimated $3 billion and more than 40,000 jobs in Alaska alone. Those losses are concentrated here in southeast Alaska, where cruising is about the easiest way to get large numbers of tourists to destinations off the road system. But I'm telling you, my heart is pounding right now with watching this ship tie up. George Dalton Jr. wears his regalia, a white fur headpiece that shifts as the wind picks up and a felt cape lined with buttons and a moon beaded on his back. Last year was supposed to be the biggest cruise season yet. And I was kind of counting on it because, uh, because I was looking forward to buy like a new motor for my boat. That had to wait. He's one of about 100 employees hired back this season, about a third of the full workforce. And the ship is carrying only about a third of its usual passengers, fewer than 1,000 people. But that's enough to nearly double the population of Huna for the hours it's in port. Passengers disgorge from the ship onto the dock. Some walk up the boardwalks toward food and souvenirs. Others line up for sightseeing tours. Oh, no, it's been, it's been just like a regular cruise, other than you just have to wear a mask. Karen McMillan is from Clinton, Mississippi. She says there are perks to cruising in a pandemic. It's not as packed. <laughs> it's not as full. She says there are no lines for activities on the boat. Crew members outnumber the passengers. She's been to Alaska before, but her grandkids among the tiny minority of unvaccinated passengers on the ship, are seeing it for the first time. What do you guys think? Oh, uh, it's awesome. Harper is almost nine. She has pink sparkles above her eyes and wears a green and white polka dot mask. It's required indoors and out. To wear the mask, it kind of feels, it feels good when you're standing outside, but like when you're standing inside, you really just want to take it off. <laughs> they won't be able to go into the town of Huna. Only vaccinated people can do that but they do get to go on a whale-watching tour. Health precautions on the boat are dialed in tight. Anyone over 12 must be vaccinated. And Icy Strait Point requires masks indoors, regardless of vaccination status. 
And in the remote, largely Klingit community of around 800 people, there are rules too. Unvaccinated visitors must quarantine or produce negative test results. That's because there's a local health clinic in Huna, but no hospital. There have been only about 30 cases of COVID-19 since the beginning of the pandemic between Huna and its neighboring village of Angoon. It's a good track record, and officials hope to keep it that way, even as Alaska is among the top five states with the fastest rising case counts. Still have the same. I just keep my distance. The ones that ain't wearing the mask, you know, six feet away. Myrtle Brogdon Charclain walks against the tourist traffic towards the vessel with her brother. She's from here, but visiting from Seattle. They had to show their vaccination cards to come out to the docks from town. Put on your mask. They don't have it. I said, they just came from Sitka. That's over 100 people there that has the COVID that was on the news this morning. I don't care if they don't wear it, but we got to protect ourselves. Charclain is a shareholder in the native corporation that owns Icy Straight Point. So her pocketbook was hit when the cruise season was canceled last year. She says she's excited to see the cruises back. And she's worried about COVID-19. Her mask is loose at one corner, and her brother offers her a fresh one. You know, I think personally that they um, let everything move too fast, and it's all striking us hard again. It's taken a lot of effort to get to this moment. Congress passed a special waiver to allow cruise ships to bypass Canada's closed port this summer. The cruise industry had to implement protocols and open up bookings in record time. Mark Tamis is a senior vice president with Royal Caribbean. His mask covers a smile as he surveys tourists shopping and eating crab legs in the sun. Being the first ship, you know, of course, it's never easy, but it's, a, it's an honor to be the first ship, and we're happy to be the first ship. The CDC had the serenade of the seas on a yellow alert the morning the cruise arrived here. But Tamis says that alert is part of a new normal. It's raised when a passenger exhibits any symptoms at all, until a negative COVID test comes through. He said there's no COVID on this ship. The alert went down to green the next morning. We're in great shape. It's just part of the normal protocols that the CDC has when they're just, you know, overall regulating and making sure that we come back in a very safe, a very moderated way. And Huna looks like the brochure's promise. Thick spruce trees cascade down the mountainside to blue water where salmon jump. Bright pink fireweed blooms on the beach. And the first thimbleberries are ripening on the sunny side of the boardwalks. There's an orca where? There's an orca right, about halfway out. right out there. Where? So just wait. Even locals stop and turn when the sun catches on the slick black fin of an orca that pops up twice before it's gone. Just keep your eyes open. Reporting in Huna, I'm Claire Strimple for KTOO. Sitka's abbreviated cruise season continues today when the Serenade of the Seas and the New Amsterdam are scheduled to make calls, both ships with reduced passenger loads than usual. And that's all for Raven News for this hour. You can listen to our stories again.